Welcome to this week's Henchman of Comics. I'm Alex Ashback. And if you want to be my lover, you have to have vigorous sexual relations with everybody I've ever met. Did you know that I saw Spice World in theaters? I did not know that, but I do now. Yeah. Wow, that's impressive. Yeah, the theater that is the AMC theater here in town was the movie, the theater where I saw Spice World. Oh, God. And I can only imagine the mildew smell that was there when you saw it. Because that theater, until it got remodeled, was a fucking hole. Hey, all I know is that I walked away knowing that the Spice Worlds were bigger than the Beatles. I mean, you're not wrong. They really are. Mm-hmm. And you want to know something? Uh, I, th- I do have this rule, typically, with all of my girlfriends, that if they want to be with me, they must have... And you can attest to this. You've been there. They have to have sexual relations. Before, with me, I have to make sure that my friends approve. I think... You're sounding like you're about to start a cult. And this is how you're, you're going to break the news. Uh, Alex, you're putting the cart before the horse. And I don't appreciate that. First off, you're stepping on my toes a little bit here. Listen, I am sorry that I'm going clear right now. Uh, yeah. Um, do I need to be audited? You do. Uh, because every joke that I'm trying to tell and story I'm trying to set up, things that maybe I've spent hours or literally seconds writing, you're just stepping all over it. And you know what? we're breaking up okay. every girl in the future provided that I get any other girlfriends because I love my girlfriend. She's wonderful. Uh, if I get any other girlfriends in the future, you are excluded from this list. How do you like that? Okay. I no longer want your opinions. I, I, I'm more than more than okay with that. Wow. Wow. It's going to make this podcast really awkward without you sharing, uh, without you, me sharing my opinions with you. Yes. Uh, yeah. I don't want any of your opinions. I will just read cast list directors. <laughs> Yeah. Run times. We will be recording our opinions separately from, from Sh- here on out. Shooting locations. <laughs> I also had a few other alternate intros too, uh, but I'll I'll share those with you guys later, maybe. Okay, perfect. Yeah, I don't know. I'm okay. not gonna just go back and try and reintroduce myself right. now that you've ruined my one joke. Good, I had. good. Do you I have any? Before we jump into this week's podcast, do you have any news? We, you know that we have news. Okay. You told me news that I hadn't heard. You son of a fucking bitch. Uh. <laughs> Uh, I had before yesterday, uh, I had black widow news and then now we have even more black widow news. And of course the black widow news is a delay. Yeah. That's the one bit of news that we didn't want, but probably saw coming if we were honest with ourselves. This movie has been done for like two years. Although I think the interesting thing is that it is going to be also a Disney Plus premiere access. Yeah, so if you're not willing or wanting to go to the theaters at that point, uh, I know every member of our families will have been double vaccinated mm-hmm. by then, so we'll be good. Uh, I will probably be seeing this in theaters, and I'm fucking excited to, to say that. Because if it was in May, I might still have just done premiere access, if that was an option. Uh, I mean, yeah, I'll likely be seeing it in theaters as well, as long as case numbers don't spike and all that. It, it continue to trend downward by July. Yeah, we got four four more months of vaccines. I'm I'm in for this. You and I both have ours first one, and our significant others both have their second. So, uh, but fucking pumped. That also means too that Shang Chi got delayed to December, and then yeah. uh, the Kingsman got pushed back to late December. And then you gave me another delay too. Oh yeah, the uh, Gotham Knights video game. 
got delayed to 2022 as well. Yeah. Uh, oh, I don't think you saw this, Alex, by the way, because you didn't bring this up because I know you would have been fucking jazzed. Uh, we have an Academy Award winner cast in a major role in a superhero film. And let me tell you, it is exactly who everybody expected to be cast in a fucking movie. And I'm Alex is reading blank right now. I mean, so we've already had Academy Award winners cast, and we have. Right, but I mean, that's what you expect, right? Yeah. In these films to get major dollars. Finally, we're getting Helen Mirren into the DC universe in Shazam 2. Yeah. I'm so excited. Finally, she will put out something we're seeing in her career. <laughs> Finally earning that damehood. Helen Mirren is incredible, and she is beautiful and gorgeous across the board. And if anybody knocks Helen Mirren, I will knock them out. That's all I got to say about that. Uh, the Batman has wrapped filming. Good. Yes. Thank fucking God. I know there was a lot of fucking... Yeah, I actually videos. rewatched that trailer the other day because it's been forever since I've seen it. All right. Okay, so speaking of, of Batman, I think that we need to do a, a definitive ranking because... Uh, Alex has a pretty fucking notorious ranking of his Batman. And I think we might be able to finally give Alex some redemption here. Because Alex's favorite Batman actor uh, is Ben Affleck. Yes. He thinks that Ben Affleck uh, exhibits and exudes all that is the Batman. I want my Batman to only drink Dunkin' Donuts coffee. <laughs> Uh, oh man, I've got so many issues with this. Okay, so we've got Batman, we have Batman Returns, Batman Forever, Batman and Robin, Batman Begins, The Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises, Batman vs. Superman, and now we have two different versions of Justice League. So, let's leave this version of Justice League out of it. Okay. So, go ahead and we've got, so, one, four, five... Six, seven, eight films. Okay. The worst one? Worst one first, yeah. Batman yeah. and Robin? Uh, yeah, yeah. I We're in agreement. 100%. Okay. Number uh, seven. And that is, by the way, the George Clooney-led Batman, if you were not aware. Uh, I'm thinking of, whatchamacallit, the, uh, the last Nolan Batman, Dark Knight Returns? Not, Dark Knight Rises. Dark Knight Rises, yeah. yeah. I'm going to put uh, Dawn of Justice there. Okay. Yep. Uh, my seventh spot. Okay. Uh, my sixth spot is going to go to Batman Forever, even though I like Falcon vs. Batman. Yeah, I'm going to put... Um, oh, shit. That's a fucking tough one. It's a really fucking tough. I think I, I have to agree with you um, on that seventh one, on the next one. Oh, shit. What did you say? I'm, I'm Six. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, Batman forever. Okay. Um, sh- yeah, yeah. Dark Knight Rises is not good. That's my okay. six. Uh, the sound mixing is so fucking bad. Christopher Nolan, what are you doing? Tenet and, and this? What are, you, what are you doing with sound mixing? I'm going to go with Batman Begins, the first Nolan Batman movie. That's my fifth. Okay. I'm going to put forever there. I, I enjoy the Jim Carrey aspect, but the rest is kind of weak. Uh, I'm going to go with... Batman Returns, fourth one, sec- second Keaton Batman. Mm. 
It's between that and Begins for me. I'm gonna go with Begins. Batman Begins is is good. Not, okay. Not not that long. Uh, three for me. Probably Batman '89. Uh, it, it's an amazing film. Uh, and I own a Batman '89 uh print T-shirt as well. Uh, <laughs> fuck yes. Uh, because Bat Dance might be the greatest song of all time. Yeah, it probably is. It should have won more awards than yeah, it did. That's so, why so I'm putting number three. Yeah. I, I'm going to say Returns would be my next one. Uh, my number two is going to be Batman v Superman. Oh. <laughs> my number two is 89. Oh, yeah, because you're just a slut for, yeah, oh, gross. And no. then we both have just The Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, yeah, as number one. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, yeah, it makes yeah. fucking sense. But, oh, my girlfriend and I rewatched that like three or four nights ago. Oh, Dark Knight Rises? Yeah. She made fun of it like fucking crazy, and I joined in. Because mm-hmm. that movie does have problems. Every Batman yeah, yeah. movie has lots and lots and lots of problems. Uh, not Batman and Robin. <laughs> that's true. That's so fucking true. Uh, that's why there's a How Did This Get Made episode about it. It's true. Uh, <laughs> because people just need to know how yeah, that exactly. incredible film was made. <laughs> okay. I'm glad we're, we're on the same page now. Okay. Uh, so... Let's okay. So, I do have one more little exercise I want to get into before we talk about our film. Yeah. Um. I want you to add two Justice League characters to the follow-up Justice League film. Yeah, and it can be any two characters, and I want you to also pick the actors who would play them. And I would like, and you don't have to follow this rule, but this is the rule I'm following. I want one of them to be a big name actor. Okay. And I want one of them to be smaller name because well, we got Ray Fisher in this film, sure, sure, who's not on quite the same scale as everybody else. Okay, uh, then I'm gonna go with Jane Helen Bob, played by Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes. You, you said two characters. Two. I said two. Just. I did say two Justice League characters. Two. I mean, they're they probably never just, been okay. in the Justice League. Then I'm gonna go with Green Arrow. Okay. Uh, played by Matt Damon. <laughs> He would make a great Green Arrow. He would make um, an interesting Green Arrow. And then, uh, I mean, if you're going to Green Arrow, I'd also have Black Canary in there. Uh, I enjoyed the performance in uh, Harley Quinn and Birds of Prey. Uh, and you got to cast a little name actor in here. Uh, so a small name actress in here. Uh, I really don't know. It's, it's hard to say because, like, I can't say I'm ultra familiar with a lot of like maybe someone from TV that I can't think of. Um, you think on that for you yeah, ruminate because yeah, yeah. I'm big word guy and ruminate is my word of the day on my dictionary app. That's not true, but whatever. I want redemption for a DC actor. I want to see them recast in a different role. I want to see Halle Berry as Hot Girl. Halle Berry is a fucking incredible. Yeah, I think that could work really well with lots of range. Yeah, and she could fucking kill that role. So then, who is your? My other one, and I'm almost surprised that you didn't say this one, John Constantine. And you know who I fucking want to play him, and you're gonna shit your jeans. I want Chris Gear, aka Shitty Jimmy, yeah, yeah. from You're the Worst. God, I don't know <laughs> to play. John fucking Constantine. He could do the snark, but I don't know if he could do the drama and the darkness surrounding him. 
I mean, you could, I'd watch it. I'd be excited if I heard that news. Imagine tomorrow you wake up and Chris Gear is casted as John Constantine. What is your reaction? Uh, my reaction is it's, like it's through the fucking yeah. roof. My reaction is like, well, when I can't wait for this film to officially be canceled in twenty twenty eight. Okay. Justice League, the Zack Snyder version. Yes, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Okay. Already, we all know it's going to be better than the regular Justice yeah, League. Yeah, this is what I want to start with. Uh, I know we both enjoyed the Weed Justice League probably more than most. I'm not saying it was a great film or anything like that, too, but I think we enjoyed it more than like the average person. Uh, I enjoy shitty movies. I enjoy shitty comic book movies. I enjoyed Justice League a good deal. Way more than I should have. I can appreciate that it is a bad film and rank it as such, but I enjoyed it, and you enjoyed it too. But I'll say this. That Snyder's version is just a million times better. In my, I don't know how you feel, but it's night and day different that, like... Yes. It is. And, like, it, the kind of film that, like, it blo- also, spoilers for Snyder's Justice, Justice League, uh, it blows my mind that, like, this is what they could have had and and what we got. Um, yeah, where's the fucking disconnect? Like, I think Joss was like, I need to redo so much of this and make it my own. And now I understand why Ray Fisher was so upset. Oh, you mean the fact that he had a storyline yeah. and then he didn't? Yeah. And even like, because like, I, I would say the biggest winners of this new cut are Cyborg uh, and, and The Flash. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and even like, it's, there weren't like a ton of like new Batman scenes. But we get to see Iris. Holy shit. We do so get to see good. Iris. Uh, we get to see Cyborg's like entire life, basically. Not entire life, but like his. Pretty for, fucking uh, much. Yeah. Uh, but even for like Snyder included different like scenes that weren't in there. Or like the, or different lines from like Batman. And like while Ween's Batman was like this optimistic Batman that had like these like one liners. Like Snyder's Batman. And I, it's much more like much more in line with what we saw. Batman Superman, but this is a Batman that has a plan. Like whenever, and I'm just going to jump something, whenever they were debating about whether or not to use the mother box to revive Superman, Batman was like, no, we are doing this. This is the only way. And they all followed in line while they are all gods or pseudo gods with these great abilities. Batman is the only one that can put this entire thing together. And they still follow that lead, which I think is in this kind of universe, like the role Batman needs to play. More than anything else. Real quick. So we this is four hours, obviously. How did you watch this in one sitting? I did not. Uh, I watched the prologue through part two in one night and part three and part four another night and then part five and part six in the epilogue uh, in the last night. So I watched it across three sittings. Uh, yeah, I did too. Two I, of them were on the same day and then the third one was the And day. I like I actually liked that it was like cut like part one part two and like we had those title cards because I'm like this is a perfect place for me to stop and like go on do something yeah. do something else like I I think that made it more enjoyable than if I had sat and watched it for the full four hours straight. Let me tell you, I don't want to give any preconceived notions here. There's a lot of things about this movie that are fucking bad. There are a, a lot of things that I will talk about that I hate. There are a lot of things about this movie that are incredible. And they made me love this movie. But it's got problems like okay. any other movie does. So what did you hate? Let's just jump into that. Oh, well, we have to jump to the end. So I'm not I'm, – I'm, I am I'm. really want to start with my hatred okay. at the end of this. Okay. So then I'll get into more of the things I hate kind of just as we go along. But that's my main gripe is, is the epilogue, just so you know. 
The epilogue is... So you hated Bruce Wayne saving Clark's farm. Yep. Wow. Sell it. Wow. I don't give a fuck. You're a true capitalist (laughs) swine through and through. (laughs) Let's start at the beginning. Uh, Don't count on it, Batman. We get a new aspect ratio. We get this movie in 4 Which, which is perfect. Which, yeah, it's weird because, like, I know Snyder's preferred ratio... Preferred... Vision for the film is IMAX. Like, that's how he wanted this film to be seen. Yeah. So, like, that's how it was shot originally. And, like, it, like I'm like, that's strange. But then, like, after, like, a minute or two, like, I completely didn't notice, like, the black bars on the side no, of my you TV. Don't. And here's the thing. Tarantino will shoot um, in, what is it, like, some 21 millimeter or some shit? Like, yeah. he shoots super wide. Yeah. Everybody shoots different. It's yeah. the director's cut and choice. Yeah. Whatever you want, if that is your choice, I'm a billion percent behind it. It looks fucking great. I think four three actually works better. Like the way I mean, Snyder, whatever criticism people might have of Snyder, and I honestly, I have liked every Snyder film out there except for Sucker Punch. Sucker Punch wasn't my thing, but every other Snyder film out there, I really enjoyed. Uh, and like the way he shoots, he does like these a lot of like tightly packed action scenes, and four three works so well for for how he shoots too. Yeah, you can really keep it centered on the action that way. And make sure that every, everything's looking good. Um, and boy, oh boy, are we going to have a lot of chances to talk about things looking good. This movie is just a cinematographer's yeah. wet fucking it's dream. Even just... Also, if you love slow-mo, then you're going to fucking jizz. I have no problem with, with, with the slow-mo. Like, I, I, there's, we see it towards the beginning when we see like Wonder Woman. I mean, it's, just, it's cinematic is what yeah. it looks like. It looks like a fucking cutscene. Yeah. And I don't have any problems with the slow-mo. I know lots of people are making fun of it. I didn't have any issues. Yeah. I thought it was gorgeous. It's still, yeah. Really beautiful music over it. I was a little baffled by some of the choices for music because they've got it's WB. You got all the licensing yeah. rights. In the no, world. some other no ska bands in this. And uh, yeah, I mean, why? What happened to Real Big Fish or Less Than Jake? Yeah. Right, Alex. Yeah, it's, it's every time I watch Those any program. Uh, although I did watch a movie this week. And it had three songs, and they were all ska songs, including a sing-along of A Message to You, Rudy. Oh, man, I'm so excited to hear what that is so I can make sure I never watch that I film. mean, it does star Jesse Eisenberg and Imogen Poots. Yeah, you're not selling me on this movie, bud. <laughs> uh, I will say, speaking of, like, you brought it visually, like, this film visually, like, does look great. Like, the acting scenes, the costume designs, but how about Steppenwolf's different look it is so much better in this film than the original film it is and but i, I want to get into steppenwolf but first i want to start literally at the, the very 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 beginning we get a flash forward to dark side and our hero is fighting dark side mm-hmm. and you know what we don't get in the movie is that that made me so angry but that's because and that was part of his trilogy that, that he had planned. I get we, it. we were going to fight Darkseid in the third film. film. Whatever. Yeah. Or third, whatever. I'm so upset that I don't get to see that. Yeah, I will. Once we're off mic, I'll tell you some stuff that I know about what was planned for the trilogy. Uh, I don't know that I uh, want to know. I mean, you can tell me now. No, I'll, I'll tell you off mic so oh. we can stand house for, for, for this film. Okay. Uh, um, then we'll go over to God. It was so fun watching him just beat the shit out of the Justice League. Uh, that Wonder Woman bomb scene. Yeah. Holy shit! It's still so good. I know, and like I like that. Like 
Snyder remembers that like what just Wonder Woman still has super speed. She's not as fast as like the Flash or the super, or Superman, but she still has superhuman speed. Yes. And I'm like, I'm like, finally, like as much as I love the first Wonder Woman, as much as I still enjoyed Wonder Woman '84 for its flaws, Snyder realized that Wonder Woman. And granted, this is Diana years later after both those films, and so she's still learning her abilities in those films. So maybe that's why. But yes, uh, down to a science, like to the <laughs> point where she like knows what bullet she does and does not need to block. <laughs> And I'm fucking here for it. It was awesome. Great fucking scene. Love that shit. Um, I don't have anything else to say about that. that okay. Uh, and then we go to Age of Heroes. Second yeah. one. Uh, which is the building the team, which is basically mostly Batman trying to recruit the team uh, and failing. Uh, that's where also, we get that awesome um, uh, view. And I think it was in the trailers with Wonder Woman holding up the torch. But then we reveal the painting of Darkseid, yeah. and it's like, ah, oh, yes, oh, yeah. yes, thank you. Yeah. It's, I don't know, just so much stuff. Even like when we saw like Bruce first recruiting Aquaman, when we see Bruce like in like this snowy mountain village, like by himself, dressed in just like his like winter gear, like. That also shows you Batman's determination. Like, nothing is going to stop him. And he's going to go to this isolate village, ask Bruce Wayne to try and find Arthur. I, I, you know, I, I think that was some peak Batman shit. I thought that was great writing. There was just a, a an arc in um, Tom's run, Tom King's run, mm-hmm. where Batman does some shit just like that mm-hmm. out in the snow. And he fucking tracks down the beast yeah. out there. And yeah. it's, it's good yeah. shit. And because, I, it, because that, I think, to and us... That, and that was after yes. this movie came yeah. out and everything. Because like, uh, I think to us, perfect. like, that's who Batman is. Like, someone that... Soul termination, no no elements are going to stop him. He's going to do it by himself. If he knows what he needs to do, yes. he's going to Yeah. And I don't know that a lot of that credit is Affleck. I think a lot of that... I mean, he shares it. Don't get me wrong. I don't think Affleck's a bad Batman. Uh, my tune has changed a little bit after this one, not to the point where you're at, but it's changed uh, a bit. Real quick, too, just to jump ahead to a little bit in the epilogue, but the the epilogue stuff was were reshoots, uh, stuff stuff that was shot new, uh, and Affleck looks like 20 years younger in the reshoot. Great. Yeah, like I guess I guess not drinking is actually good for your health. Uh, yeah, who'd have thought? Yeah. not us right yeah. now at this very moment. That's for sure. Yeah, but like when I saw that, I was like, "God, I hate, I hate that we're not getting more of these films." But we'll we'll, we'll talk about that later. I we'll can't get to wait the- to talk about the epilogue because simultaneously, it was the best and worst part of the movie. Okay. <laughs> do, you, do, do you have anything else for the Age of the Heroes? Oh my God, there's so there, this is my favorite chapter. Okay, this is a lot. This of- is where we get the dark side backstory where he. We watch him fight Kryptonians and yes. Lanterns. And, and like, Zeus. Uh, and is fucking Zeus. And maybe yeah. Hercules? Yeah. It was an, I don't know if it was, it was Zeus and Ares is what it was. Uh, uh, yeah. A young Ares and a okay. young Zeus. Young Ares. Yeah. But Holy yeah. shit. So I know. Cool. And then the age. And then the men who just basically just like it was Aragorn like coming up uh, with, with Boromir on his <laughs> yeah. side. So let me tell you. That, that was one of my favorite parts is like we've got the gods. We have got. The Kryptonians, oh. we've got the Green Lanterns, okay. and we have some dudes. No, no, this is my favorite part about that. So, what? So, the heroes win, uh, and they take the three mother boxes and they all divide themselves so not together. Yeah. The, um, the Atlanteans 
put it underwater in this temple and isolate it. The Amazonians built this incredible fortress with people armed at guards. It has all these million safeguards to it uh, in their temple for the mother box. I love that temple. And man digs a hole about five feet into the ground, just kind of nudges it in there. It's like, good enough. <laughs> uh, I literally wrote the same thing. I said, I love that the race of man just tosses their mother box in a hole. <laughs> That cracked me yeah. up so fucking hard. But, I mean, even to be fair, whenever Cyborg had it, he just kind of had it in his closet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's like, oh, oh, yeah. oh, you mean the mother box? Yeah. Like, let me go get that's behind some shirts. But I the have. Age of Heroes, too, is uh-huh. when we really get the Flash's intro, like his real intro, uh, when he's interviewing for a job. And because before in the Whedon version, we only saw the stuff with his dad a little bit with Billy Crudup. But in this, like, we get to see him, like, actually use his powers, which was incredible. I like. Quick aside, Billy Crudup has been recast. Did you see this? Oh, has he? Yep. That sucks. Uh, uh, he was uh, recast. I'll, I'll find out who it is. Okay. Keep talking. Uh, but I like that we don't have we don't need like an origin story for Flash. We just get to see him. He's we, we, we understand his powers, and we get to see him. And the way it was shot, like whenever he saves Iris, uh, it's just so well done. Uh, I just can't. Uh, I just want to think and that was maybe 10, 15 minutes of that scene, if that. Uh, but. It was just fantastic. And then we get, that's where we see much of cyborg stuff as well. Uh, we basically see him being a football star to his mom dying to his dad, turning him into cyborg. Uh, and it was all great. Like, even though I know cyborg's origin story, I thought Ray Fisher, I respect him so much more as a performer after watching the Snyder version than I did for, for, from Whedon's version. Yeah. We actually have to, yeah, his, his performance was great. Like it was, very heavy, like it had true emotion behind it. It wasn't overdone. It wasn't sulky, kind of like the Joss Whedon's version was. He was kind of like a, an angsty. He didn't have to say booyah. Yeah. yeah, dude. Understandably, or, so since he's like ninety five percent machine too. Yeah, come on. Yeah. Uh, oh, by the way, Ron Livingston is who is recast. Okay, well that's I love Ron Li- Livingston, but Billy Crudup is incredible. Yeah, yeah. I'm, that I'm OG Doctor Manhattan. Recast, but I'm, yeah, whatever. Here we go. Oh yeah, R.I.P. Dark yeah, Man. maybe we uh, maybe we'll finally get an almost famous sequel where Stillwater reunites. Yaya is and always will be the real Doctor Manhattan now. He was fantastic too. Holy yeah. shit! Uh, Anywho, um, we got to watch a few Green Lanterns die, and we got to watch Darkseid take a fucking I, I love the neck. I did love Darkseid trying to swipe for the ring as well too, the Green Lantern ring. No, that's uh, dope. Uh, but yeah, that and. I shouldn't have enjoyed watching Green Lanterns die as much as I did. I mean, it wasn't Hal or Kyle or Exactly. Joe. That's why it was good is because like, or oh, Kill was, shit. Yeah. Watching that ring zap off was yeah. so fun. Um, what was part three? Beloved mother, beloved son. Uh, that's where we get to see a lot of Lois's backstory. And that's the chapter where we see Mark Man for the first time, isn't it? Yep, and that's yeah. also where we get. Uh, oh no, it's not. That's not. That's okay. the next chapter. But that is where we get the. It's where we get Iris for the first time. It's where we see um, Barry Allen's cool extended slow mo cut. Yeah. Which, by the way, that was one of my favorite bits. Anytime that Barry Allen's yeah. doing some slow mo shit in this, as you can see, Ezra's having fun. I'm not the biggest fan of Ezra Miller's Barry, personally. I'm not the big I fan think of. It's a little too fun. But it's just fun. And I, 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 I think it needed. He kind of feels like the Spider-Man role of like this universe, like the younger, upbeat, optimistic hero. Yeah, Ezra Miller's a little old to do that role, if you ask me personally. But that's that's my opinion. 
He does a great job. Yeah. I'm not knocking his acting chops at this role. I think he's a little old for it, if you ask me. You only want preteens. Yeah, if they're not 14, yeah, yeah. you're not. I want 14-year-olds working in the crime lab as CSI technicians for the Star City Police Department. Not Star City. Oh, I can't. I cannot. I'm embarrassed by myself. I cannot remember what city the Flash operates out of. Central City. Central City. Yes, thank you. Oh. Got you. Wow. And you watch the Flash television show? I know. I do not. I know. You read more Flash comic books than I do. It's also wow. true. This is embarrassing for you. All right. This is also where we get a little bit more info on some cyborg shit here. Uh, we see that he's got the ability to control all the tech from security systems to nuclear codes. Uh, and even, you know, some more advanced tech and stuff. If you had that power, what would you do? Because I know what I would do. Oh, I, I would, would make the Numa Numa guy and the Chocolate Rain guy uh, back from the first days of YouTube. I would bring them back and make them rock this world. I would make anytime anyone, I would basically update the Rick Roll. Uh, it wouldn't play uh, the classic, that classic song. So we're both living in 2003. Still. Yes. Uh, it's. I would have it play a real big fish song every time for across all platforms, YouTube, Spotify, Apple music title. If that's still a thing, SoundCloud rappers, all you hit play. You're like, Oh, I'm going to do this new young blood track. And then boom, it is sell out by real big fish. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, nobody needs or wants this except for Alex and all the guys in real big fish. Yeah, could you imagine that they actually be the first band to make money off Spotify if that was the case? <laughs> Don't I don't know that they still would. I still don't know that that would be the case. Um, we also get a little bit more of Atlantis in this chapter here. Yeah. We also get Mira with the British accent. She has a lot of accents in yeah. this. I don't think that it's ever steady, which is a problem for me. Yeah. But we also we get, we're, we're, we, we've canceled Amber Heard now, I think, so I don't think we're I don't even know what's going on. But I think the biggest news from Atlantis is we get long-haired Volko, long-haired Willem Dafoe. Oh, my God. Which I don't think I've ever seen Willem Dafoe with long hair, anything that I've seen. It was horrifying. So this this brought up a question because uh, Willem Dafoe has a um, really huge cock. Um, <laughs> so it got me thinking, Alex. You know the bubbles that they're in in Atlantis when they talk? Yeah, I, I don't think that was in this one. Was it? it? It was in the Whedon version. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. So basically all the water dissipates yeah. and they're just yeah. like left dripping yeah. wet yeah. and horny. Uh, so, you have a very different interpretation <laughs> of this film than I do. I watched The Lighthouse and I can I know that Willem Dafoe really just wants to fuck Jason Momoa in this movie. I, I can just see it. All he, again, really misinterpreted the, that script then. I don't think he did. I, I think that's really it. Robert Eggers was like, no, like, well, that, that, that's not this movie. Like, how many times, like, you were just <laughs> slightly going mad. We'll just sit in the madness. Let's just play yeah, with that. Everyone, there might like, be a yeah, mermaid. So, Willem's like, so what's my motivation? And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're just like his helper. Like, you want to get him back on the throne? Yeah. And he, Willem's like, yeah, so I got to fucking get him back on the throne, okay. right? Before we forget, I want to talk about Atlantis. Can I, can I see what I think one of the coolest things with Atlantis Okay, Steppenwolf comes to get the mother box at one point. And Mir basically rips the water and the blood from Steppenwolf's body. Uh, I thought that was like the coolest thing. I'm like, she almost killed Steppenwolf single-handedly by herself. Yeah, it was fucking dope. Yeah. It's like that that was a welcome change. And she's always been a powerful, like, I don't know what the correct term we is. We haven't seen her powers at all yeah. 
It's nice to see yeah. some. Yeah. I mean, she could basically rule all the seven seas, basically kill all anyone she wanted to instantly with that ability. Women are powerful. I've yeah. been saying it for years. Yeah. Um, so I don't want that, my statement to take away from this next statement. But do Atlanteans have sex in the water or in these air pockets? What's your money on? I, I don't. I don't know. I think they're just like fish where they just like lay eggs and they get reproduced and they come out of eggs. Fair enough. Let's move on then. <laughs> uh, why does the shitty crawler actually – I don't hate it in this version of this movie. You the that, crawler? The crawler that goes up the walls when they're fighting the parademons. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Okay. Hold on. Let's go. We're talking about – I think my – I can't remember what chapter it's in. It might have been chapter two or three, but – I think, aside from the visual look of Steppenwolf, James, that we talked about, yes. we actually get character motivation for Steppenwolf in this film. Uh, yeah. And, like, He's, you see this how... Is, this movie is just a shot-for-shot shot recreation of Homeward Bound. Basically. But you see how brutal, like, dark that is uh, when, like, this thought is, like, you still need to conquer 50,000 more worlds. Yeah, yeah, so I get it that this is exhausting for Steppenwolf. This is one world, and this is the resistance yeah. he's meeting. Yeah. It's basically 000. just like him getting his annual performance review, and they're like, they're like, we'll give you a uh, a ten cent raise because it's the max what we can afford as a company. Uh, but if you keep doing what you're doing, maybe in twenty five years you'll get a quarter raise. So think of it like this. So he has to do this fifty thousand times. Think about it this way. Let's that's it. Take, probably takes like a month to take over a yeah. planet and destroy it and everything. Let's just say. If that was you in real life, 50,000 months doing the exact same yeah. bullshit. Yeah. Suicide. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to end it. Like, <laughs> yeah. you, can, you can take care of the dark side. Yeah. I'm not interested. Yeah. Especially when most planets are a lot more boring than Earth. They I probably have zero home. subways on other planets. <laughs> uh, in part four, we do get our Martian Manhunter for the first time in uh, the chapter called change machine awesome i love it I, I i mean i love the tease i wanted more obviously but just the fact like i gotta see martian manhunter on the screen in a major dc film let me just tell you real quick that the change machine is my absolute favorite gambling machine because anytime i use it i win i put in one paper and i get four coins out of it it's also fucking a <laughs> victory so a great name for like a prog rock band <laughs> change machine okay We've been talking about this for over half an hour. I'm going to jump ahead to some stuff, and I want to jump ahead to what you hate in this film. Yeah, I mean, the rest of it is is mostly stuff that we've seen. Let's talk about the epilogue, then. Let's do it. Okay, we'll, we'll quick jump to that. How rewarding was it when Superman shows up and just beats the crap out of Steppenwolf? It was anticlimactic. Uh, when he it rips. It was not rewarding. I disagree. we didn't get when he rips, two hours of Superman... Being I got it in Man of Steel and, and Batman v Superman. Whenever he rips his horn off, and then how about when Diana he lasers off? Yeah, his how Holy about shit, that was amazing. What about when Diana cuts off his head and sends him through the portal? Fucking badass. Yeah, uh, that was amazing. and probably I think the biggest crime in the Whedon cut was in the final uh, fight scene. Barry just had to go save one family. And that, 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 that was a good line by Batman when Barry was like, "What can I do?" Matt was just like. Just save one person. Like, I think they're very much core to Batman's character. But in this version, Barry travels back in time to basically because the, the, the heroes lose. Because, oh, Cyborg's head 
exploded. Yeah. 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 It, the, and they all died, and Barry basically um, broke the Speed Force, and it's probably how we, how we would have gotten to Flashpoint, both in his solo film and Justice League 2. Uh, but yeah, there might be like another timeline or some shit. Yeah, but like that, that, that was very cool and not much better. But anyway, okay, the epilogue. Well, I'm, I'm now that you're talking about this, like I've got issues. Well, I'll, I'll get into that actually. We'll talk about that and say, okay. At first, I was thinking, holy shit, we might be on a injustice timeline here. Yeah, that was my immediate thought. The second I saw, um, Deadshot. Yes. No, Deathstroke. Deathstroke. Jesus. How dare you? Yeah, that is my bad entirely. Uh, It's still DC, though. Um, Holy shit. Uh, That was my first thought. was like, all right, right, I know he's here with the Joker, too. Yeah. But Joe's here, so I know Deathstroke and Batman teaming up can only mean one thing. Yeah. And sure enough, I felt pretty fucking spot on. Uh, Yeah. And And by the way, way into that. uh, Same here. Like, that to me, that, that scene, the nightmare scene is what made me hate that like this storyline was like ending more than anything because I wanted to see that that movie. And, I'm, I, I'm fine with it. And if it's not a nightmare and it's real cool. And speaking of redesigns, Joker's redesign was so much better than how he looked in the Suicide Squad with not, not tatted up, not, not with the grill, just with the long green hair, the white makeup and the, and the, uh, the, the messy red lips. Let me give you the worst two Jokers in all of DC history. Heath Ledger. First one. Jack Nicholson. And Cesar Romero. From the bottom are both fucking Jared Leto. This was so dumb. This was not redemption in my eyes. I like Jared Leto's Joker. This was fucking stupid as shit. Did, now, did you well, like... And I want to hear your thoughts because I know you, I'm sure you fucking loved it. Yeah, I like the back and forth about Joker getting Batman's game by talking oh, about how he killed yeah. Robin. And, yeah, and, that, see, that part was fine. And then and Batman, Batman... telling him, I'll, I'm going to fucking kill you. And Batman talking about how Harley Quinn died in his arms and he Harley made Batman promise that he would kill uh, Joker, which you can see like that, like that line got under like the Joker skin. Like the Joker is very much someone... That, like, you can't mentally with them because he's so mentally unbalanced anyways. But, like, that, like, unsettled him for a bit. See, that's my problem. You can't shake the Joker. You can't shake the fucking Joker. Um, Here's the other thing. He went through seven different accents in this yeah. one fucking I mean, of course. Ball. He's a Joker. That's what he does. He is. He's a man without a country. Here's the other thing. He is mostly in, Jamaican. I know it's a, it's a dream here. But in no world are all of these fucking heroes that are here with Batman going to allow Batman to just talk with the Joker, just sitting down I, for fucking five Honestly, minutes. I think at this point, even we saw it in Snyder's Justice League, no one argues with Batman. I think if the world has gone to hell and Batman's still alive, they're like, okay, somehow this regular human is still alive. I'm just going to listen to whatever he says. I take umbrage with so much of this shit. Uh, but what the did Joker's you- whole speech was bullshit. It was frustrating what did you think of i was i was so excited to see it and i knew it was coming and i was like oh here we go and maybe it was my anticipation that led to the letdown what did you think of the final scene with martian manhunter uh re- revealing himself to batman i fucking loved it that was i thought so too, the, the one thing that i wish would have been different is that like when uh, part of it too is like one like batman's reaction to the point he's like he's like He's like, I just, 
had enough with aliens at this point. Like, I've, okay, great. G- wonderful. I'll, I'll call you w- w- when we need you. Where the hell were you, like, this entire time during yeah. this? But also, the only thing I wish is that he'd been, like, when asked for his name, he would have said, like, John, John Johns, and not, what's my name, Martian Manhunter? Oh, what's my name? My name is, my name is, uh, <laughs> Space Human Killer. <laughs> yeah, my, yeah, my name is Martian Manhunter. I'm on your team, though, I promise. And Batman's just like, cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which is also hyper fucking unrealistic. And we even like small stuff we got too, which was neat. We got like a hint of like building like a hall of justice as well. Uh, yeah, we're gonna need more than six seats. Yeah, all that shit. Yeah, I, there's a lot of stuff. Here's my problem with DC, and here I think I'm going to blow up DC all the way back from when Superman started. Um, You're talking about Man of Steel when you say that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, back when Superman was originally created for the Man of Steel movie in 2012. Yeah. Uh, none of the power, the powers that the DC heroes have are very, um, I don't know, described. It's all super nondescript. Even Mr. I Go Fast, the Flash. I don't need has, that, though, personally. Has the speed force, something that is entirely ridiculous to try and explain. Aquaman has his trident, uh, and when he throws it into the ground with force, it shoots out waves of something. Yeah. In this film. Yeah. In this film. Waves of Superman mutilation. It's what the Pixie song is about. Nine different superpowers. Super speed, super strength, super hearing, x-ray vision, heat rays. Wind. Uh, yes. Uh, ice breath, flight. God, I'm a seven. Uh... Oh, uh, near indestructibility and super sperm. Yeah. He can knock you up so fast. You'll be pregnant instantaneously. Um, Cyborg's powers. He can hack into stuff and other stuff. I mean, uh, Cyborg could really be the most powerful being like on Earth. Yeah. uh, Uh, And Wonder Woman's powers even are are pretty nondescript. That's my issue is... These powers, the speed you force need is an to, intangible. You want it to be like concept. Dragon Ball Z, where you're like, my power level is over 9,000. No, no, no. I want it to be like Marvel, where Wolverine says, my fingers go out, and then they're really sharp and metal. I think actually what he says when the claws come out was when Bobby asks him if that hurts, and he says every time. That's fucking a badass. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, Iceman, he shoots yeah. out ice. like yeah. Cyclops shoots out laser beams. Yeah. Fucking yeah. Thor. Magneto kills Nazis. Yeah. I, I mean, everything is so much more simplified in Marvel than it is in DC. And I think that's where there's so much weird room that people feel uncomfortable. Uh, I know I do too. I will say I watched this with my wife who is not a DC person, but she never saw the Whedon cut of so Justice now, League. So like Borat. Uh, and she, uh, <laughs> she, uh, whenever I think like, when I'm thinking like my wife, I always think Borat. Who? Or the line like. With, uh, with who? I can't remember. Uh, my wife. Not like. What's that from? No, 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 no. No, that, that's not Borat. But that's from another uh, film. I can't think of uh, the line for right now. But it's going to drive me crazy. Uh, but anyways. Uh, but she really enjoyed the film. Uh, even though she's seen maybe only two thirds of BC films. And like I said, never saw the Justice League Snyder cut. Uh, so. I think the biggest crime with this film is that that is that the Whedon is that the Whedon versus Canon. 
Yeah, I don't know why that matters. I mean, there are so few things different well, in this film. Like, okay, the fact that we saw Darkseid and Zeus. Yeah. Well, and the, the what the thing is is we're we're getting Robert Pattinson's Batman film, which I know you and I are both very excited about. But yes. I would be more than happy with like that coexisting with like Snyder's uh, Batman verse, and we know Affleck is going to be in the Flash film as well too. Uh, so it's like just DC, just go all in, just have just, just have multiverses. People will show up. Well, here's another one of my problems with this this film is I don't see very much motivation for anybody. Like people just kind of like show up and are like they just immediately trust Batman, and they also trust that Bruce Wayne is Batman. Like immediately, like there's some there's some holes in this film, but it's ultimately. A really good film. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, there are holes. And I like this. For shit, you're going to find it. Sure. And you can make problems with this, and I will make problems with this. But that doesn't take away from how much I fucking really like this I like movie. this a lot more than I, than I thought I would. Okay. I mean, it was so good. It's time for it's time for ratings. Can we, if I can take the epilogue out, can I take the epilogue sure. out of Sure. G- g- give it with both. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I with it without the epilogue, this movie is a nine. With the epilogue, it's like an eight. For me, it's without it's a nine with the epilogue. Uh, like I loved it uh, much much more than I thought it was. And I do think, like we talked about, I think part of that is because I watched it in multiple sittings, which which I think is the way someone should watch this film. Um, at least it cut it in half. I think. But, I mean, you've got four hours. Like Jesus. Next week, though, or not, not next week, uh, next episode, we're going back to your precious baby step Marvel Universe and talking about the Falcon Winter Soldier, where we know that the Winter Soldier is really good at fighting in the cold and the Falcon is really good at falconry. Uh, <laughs> That's why he's called the Falcon. <laughs> he just is obsessed with falconry. <laughs> uh, by that point... It'll be episode three of the series, I think, by the time we talk about it. Yeah. Uh, so watch it already, but watch the Snyder Cut if you haven't. Yes. Uh, and for the henchmen of comics, I'm Alex Eschbach. You and, can find us at places. And I am also Alex Eschbach. <laughs> and you can find us nowhere. Henchin' ain't easy. Henchin' ain't easy.